0: Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Power ISA, the industry experts in real estate ISAs. Get more appointments. Make sure your follow-up gets done on time and you get the most out of your leads. Get a great ISA for real estate on your team and watch the results roll in. Power ISA has served over 1,200 agents in the US and Canada since 2015, and it's the one-stop shop for everything you need to get a great inside sales agent on your team. Whether it's setting appointments with your internet leads or making outbound prospecting calls to help you get more listings, Power ISA can get it done for you. Visit PowerISA.com forward slash LCA to get started. That's powerisa.com forward slash LCA.
1: You know, as the world continues to evolve, there's all these new ways of marketing. And you've got, obviously, social media, which is, to me, the innovator of all things marketing nowadays. And it's really been hard, especially in our real estate industry, for people to evolve because we've been doing it the same way for 30 years. And so today I'm bringing on a guest that I'm frankly kinda wanna challenge a little bit because now it's gonna be me, this Mr. Tech guy, get in front of the camera, do all these funnels and do all this cool thing, these advanced things. And then I'm gonna come talk to Curtis who sends out cards. Now I'm totally (laughs) downplaying that in in, in a fun way. Hopefully Curtis understands that. Uh, but I really do want to talk about this today because the the thing is, and my guest today is is Curtis Lucy with with AM Cards. Many of you know him, uh, but we're going to talk today about how appreciation marketing and how sending out cards, and and how hitting your customer uh, with with that the feels right that isn't digital because it is becoming diluted and why it's still so incredibly important because i got questions for curtis uh because i also firmly believe those of you that think like me and you're living in the digital age it works really well with things like sending out am cards so welcome to the show curtis man great to have you here
2: Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Love what you guys are doing, Lab Code Agent. has been a big fan for for many, many years. Your media company, drunk on social. A big fan of everything you're doing. So
1: Love it's it. an honor to be here. Thanks, man. So let's let's rewind the clock. So a lot of the guests that I speak to, I don't I don't know them from Adam. You, when you came across my desk, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's 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 chat. <laughs> Uh, And frankly, a lot of the times, Curtis, when I interview people, sometimes it's selfish because I really want to ask questions because I've got all these businesses and I want to know, should I be integrating some of these things and what am I missing? And I feel like as an interviewer, I can now ask the questions that I think a lot of people are thinking. And that's what I want to do today. But I want to start with, as you mentioned, you wrote a book called Appreciation Marketing. It's what created AM cards. You guys get that? Appreciation marketing, AM cards, right? And so tell us about your background. Obviously, I just, you know, touched on it, but what led you to this, what you're doing today? That's a great, that's a great question. Thank you for allowing me to
2: share. I So I worked for a company right out of my college called Cintas Corporation, and I sold really sexy products door-to-door, like air fresheners, soaps, toilet paper, paper towels, and so they wouldn't just supply leads. I had to go out there and generate all my own leads. So I was knocking on every door, every store, and every floor. And one of the, about six months in, I realized one of the biggest competitive advantages in like all of business and in life, saying thank you. And I think that although it seems like common sense, it's not common practice. And if you want to separate yourself from the competition, just simply slowing down a little bit and showing appreciation and gratitude, it goes a long way. And so what I was doing this following up with these people after I met. Potential clients after meeting with them, just sending them a card. Jeff, I appreciate the opportunity to earn your business, and I put a picture of their business on a card or something and send it on out. And then when I was following up, it was on their mantle or not their mantle, it was on their desk. It was sitting there, and I've had people straight up tell me, "Hey, you weren't the cheapest. Uh, I like you. Um, I believe in you guys, and like I want a lot of business that way." So I went from wanting to quit to number one in the country out of 1,250 sales reps nationwide, just by working smart, by following up and staying in touch, but then also working hard by just slamming the phones and knocking on the doors. So I took that old quote from Jim Rohn, what you lack in skills, you can make up in numbers. Yeah. So I was green, wet in the, behind the ears, just making the dials. And then it worked for me, you know, and the number one sales rep, he was making twice as much money as us and working half the amount of hours. And I thought that they were just supplying them leads, you know, think in real estate, you're like, you're in a brokerage, somebody's crushing it. And you think, oh, they're going to play golf and they're eating dinner all the time. They're driving around in their fancy cars. They're never seem to be working. Well, they got something figured out. And that is relationships. Like they have a steady flow of business coming to them because of the way they've showed up in people's lives. So you get a lead by what you do, generate all this stuff online and all this kind of stuff. You earn referrals by who you are and how you show up in people's lives. Yeah, that's that's powerful. Say that again. You you get a lead by what you do. Yeah, you get a lead by what you do, but you earn referrals by who you are and how you show up in people's lives.
1: And I don't, I I don't want to. Uh, that's that's a conversation in and of itself. I want to stay on the path. I want to get back to that though, because you know we are an industry of you get into the business and you're basically taught you know create this list of SOI and then just go pound the hell out of them. Which that's That's another conversation that I want to discuss, but I want to stay on on your past. So you're selling toilet paper, uh, you know, air freshener, those sorts of things. You figured out that obviously it wasn't that you could just vacate the the prospecting, right The, the the lead gen. But what you learned was the gold was in the follow up. The gold was in the thank you, right? So so kind of where where where'd you go from there? I mean, you became the number one in the country. Then what happened?
2: Yeah. And you know, in that kind of company, you're tied to Wall Street. So you're only as good as your last sale. Um, you start over every day, every week, every month, every quarter, every year, you start at zero. And so after a while, you get a little burnt out. And in those type of environments, you either move up or you move out. There, there's no in between. And they wanted to promote me to sales manager at 24 years young. However, they 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 lead you on too. they're like, hey, if you just hit your numbers for six more months and then you do it and then I like, had hey, just another six more months and like uh-huh, I have seen uh-huh. it happen to so many other people and sure. I said I don't want to play this game. So then I just I joined a BNI and I and I, I actually was in a network marketing company because it was called Send Out Cards, wonderful company. I was actually with that company and I built an organization of 13,000 customers and distributors with my co-author of the book, um, Tommy Wyatt, and that was a wonderful run. Um, met a lot of wonderful people. And then, you know, things happen and they they made a lot of changes. And I found myself out of that company. And then two years after, I just felt there was some unfinished business. I I wanted to dust off my book. And so I wanted to build something that was not network marketing, something that I could talk to people like yourselves or owners of companies and not feel, you know, and it was like, I knew what the customers wanted, and so I hired a a programmer and went to work. And it was really tough in the beginning because I bootstrapped it, hustled. But, you know, all this stuff that we're talking about is all common sense. It's just not common practice. And what we're doing is just kind of marrying old-school proven techniques. Mm -hmm. I mean, greeting cards have been around since the beginning of time. We just happen to marry it with new tech. And when you take old school and marry it with new tech, you got something that can be pretty powerful.
1: Yeah, and we're definitely going to talk about that because I mentioned that in the beginning is is how to bring the two together. Now, uh, staying on your past, you mentioned send out cards and then you said two years. what did you do for two years? Um, I actually helped open up um,
2: internationally, another MLM over in Australia and build a team, do some international expansion with a Dead Sea skincare product. I, I love the CEO, did some stuff there and then you know just felt like it wasn't it wasn't my jam so i and i kind of although i you know we support the the mlm network marketing industry it was just something that i wanted to i wanted to build my something my on my own and so i was um so yeah I just went off and i Got said that i think there's a real niche i think there's a real niche
1: here yeah yeah it's interesting that you and it's interesting that you have your background in mlm which immediately yeah. makes me think about you know a couple of prominent real estate companies um, that there's probably many listeners from those companies here. and I they do not want to be called MLM. I don't think. Um, but it works really well. and and I you know we can we can we, we don't have to talk about that, but I think it's I think that's important to note, and I'm noting that because your understanding of that will make you an asset to those agents. so anybody listening, Absolutely. That's a, that's a, th- I should get a commission I mean, with- on that actually. <laughs> like that up. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, now. Okay. So, so then you you're, you're doing skincare and you left, send out cards and you had written uh, appreciation marketing. And so now you're like, all right, I got some unfinished business. What, what happened next?
2: Yeah. So what ended up happening was I was generating enough money to pay the company bills, just not my own bills. My wife tells me she was pregnant and I was like, oh boy. So I um, there's actually a, a gentleman here in central Florida, um, pretty big business tycoon. And I think a lot of people in your community know who he is. His name is Robert Palmer. And he started a real estate tech company called Listing Power Tools. And he started printing all of my cards as a um, just to help me. And he saw a lot in me. So he started printing my cards. I was very grateful. He cut my wow. costs, didn't even charge me for labor and then um when he released released this listing power tools i felt like kind of law of reciprocation if you will i went to all my real estate brokers that i had on with am cards and i brought the product and then he brought me, he made me an offer i couldn't refuse to come on board um to be head of sales and we grew it from phew, geez, we grew it. We grew it tremendously up to as many as 15, 16,000 members and traveled the country, built a team. And then he pivoted. Um, many of you guys know about the pivot because he has a real estate company now. And, uh, I went back to AM cards and based on what I learned, um, through osmosis with what he did, he gave me an Amex black card and said, go to work. So I found sponsorships actually LCA was a sponsor. Like we were there at some of your events. And so we grew that. And then, uh, he, he pivoted and then I went back to AM cards and then we crushed it. We 10 X our company from 2018 to 2019 by some of the strategies that helped him and the relationships that I built made some phone calls, got on stages and just kind of swapped his product out for my product, my own product. And then I was able to get by my own buildings, get all of our printing and finishing equipment in house. Um, we have a nice team now. And, and so we really focus on our API. So like there's things that, yeah. So that's kind of like the history of where we're at. It's, that's exciting.
1: That's cool. That's cool. Actually, but just reminded me, I think the first time we met was probably in Detroit at an LCA. I think it was might have been our last LCA one event actually before COVID. Uh so yeah, Absolutely. small world, huh? about that? Yeah, um, and that was there for
2: A. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that was probably 18 or 19. I'm not sure what year it was, but it was around then. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So let's let's get back to, you know, kind of discussing the general psychology around sales. And yeah. You know, we've we I've already, you know, touched on it a little bit. And I and I I absolutely we're gonna go down. I wanna know a hell of a lot more about AM cards and some of the best strategies that are working. But first, let's touch on that psychology. Let's talk about that because you know, as you mentioned, you know, so many salespeople, and let's just call it what it is. I mean, real estate agents, we're salespeople. It, it's up to you what you're selling. Are you selling yourself? Are you selling an experience? Are you selling a house? What are you selling? Um, you decide, but we're so f- focused on the sale all the time and you even said it like it was it even in your your previous career it was a dead it was kind of a dead end it's always starting from zero and there's probably a lot of real estate agents that feel that way they're always starting from you shouldn't be um but you might be and so share with us share with us your experience and kind of your thoughts around you know kind of how to shape your mindset if you're stuck in that way of i'm constantly feel like i'm chasing and i want to get out of that
2: yeah yeah i mean that i think one of the biggest misses in business is not staying in touch after the sale for repeat referral business because see there's there's two main reasons why somebody's not going to come back to do business with you or refer you number one is they don't remember you and there's a crazy stat i don't know exactly what it is it's something like 80 or 90 80 percent of real estate or uh People who bought a home don't even remember the real estate agent's name. Like three years later, that's yeah. a huge
1: miss. I mean, these are big opportunities. And so let me let me, give, a, you, let me give it to let me give you the one I heard. It was something like ninety percent of homeowners say they will use their real estate agent again, but only thirteen percent do. And the two, there's two main reasons for that. One yes. is they don't remember. Two is perceived
2: indifference. Yeah, and perceived indifference is a fancy way of saying they don't think they actually care. So one of the things that we, we need to do, we're all consumers. We all buy stuff as well. And so if we put ourselves in the shoes of, of our customers and say, what makes us feel good? What's the warm and fuzzy that makes me feel like I want to go back to this person or go out of my way to refer my coworker or my friend or my neighbor? You got to go meet them. See, it's not Jeff the lender. It's Jeff my lender. And it's a different level of energy. And when you graduate to that, you just exclude all the competition that's around them and you get to tap into their network. And so there's a lot of little things. And when I said earlier, you earn referrals by how you show up in people's lives, what you really need to do is audit how you're showing up in people's lives. Are you recognized, appreciating, and celebrating them? Because of social media, of what you guys have out there, we get to follow people's lives on social media. So Mm -hmm. like, heck, Jeff, when I see that you guys are out in Utah and you guys are going skiing with your family... Heck, I might grab a picture and put it on a card and say, man, it looks like you guys had a great time as a family. Will you ever throw away that picture? The answer yeah. is no. Yeah. And though it can be creepy if I don't know you. Sure. Like if I've never, if like I'm trying to recruit you into my organization because, you know, when you're doing that kind of stuff, that, that could actually be a deterrent. But it's also in how you do it too. You want to be genuine and authentic in your approach. Chapter yeah. five of our book is called Chocolate Frosted Dog Crap. Now we changed the name from, from shit to crap because we, we tried to be a little bit more we probably should have kept it. But the whole idea of this is- I would have Jeff, said, keep it. Absolutely. Burden. Keep
1: it. <laughs> I know. I should
2: have. I should have. And you know, there was a big, big time person that said like, Hey, I would love to have you guys use my testimonial. He wrote, he read our book. And then on the back, he just said, Hey, I need you to change chapter five because I I'm talking to professional people. And I'm like, if I fly. to look back. I should have said, heck with it. We'll take your quote off the back of our book and keep it. Yeah. But the whole idea of this is, are you reaching out to celebrate or appreciate or congratulate somebody, or are you trying to reach out to get something in return? I'll give you an example. So if I was to send you a birthday card, Jeff, and said, hey, happy birthday, hope everything's going great with your businesses and your family, and at the bottom i put, PS, the greatest compliment in the world is a warm referral. Oh, by the way, Jeff, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Like it negates the whole message. Now yeah. you receive it and you're like, oh, this is really cool. Curtis cares about me. This is a nice birthday. I don't get cards in the mail anymore. My aunt used to send it to me. And you know, maybe she's no longer with us and I don't get cards in the mail anymore. This is nice. And then at the bottom, it slaps you. It's like, oh man. It's like me from across the room saying, Hey, here's a piece of chocolate cake with frosting on it. And I bring it up to you and I set it in front of you. How long do you realize that that's not chocolate cake? Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. It's crap. It's insincere. it's disingenuous. It goes in the garbage. It's what we say sending out propaganda. And so <laughs> so with that being said, it's like you're trying to get something when you're trying to like celebrate them or appreciate them, congratulate them. And so it completely takes that message and becomes a more of a marketing marketing message it goes in the garbage and it doesn't it doesn't land with that warm and fuzzy and it doesn't make me want to go out of my way just leave mm-hmm. the last line off if you do the right thing you earn the business you don't yeah. you just shouldn't always have to ask for the referral deserve it
1: dude i love this topic because i speak it all the time um you know and and and, and not to digress too far but you know in one of my messages one of my hardcore messages lately is And I'm seeing it. Like this is, I'm not just making this up, but I'm seeing consumer sentiment towards real estate. Like you saw the lawsuit that went down in November, and and then you see the the comments of consumers on real estate posts, and it is nasty. Like, just get the hell out of my life. I don't need you. You're a paper pusher, that sort of thing. And and so I've kind of taken upon myself, like, I'm gonna just start dropping messages and telling people and preaching this stuff, because what you said is so spot on uh, the real estate industry in my world and the, re- in the social media world has rushed to real est- uh, rush to social media. And I don't think it's their fault. I think they were taught incorrectly, but they taught, they were taught to rush and spam rush and sell everything should be about selling. And I know some of the coaches doing this. I despise them for saying this stuff because they don't know what they're talking about. It's a social connection tool. And going back to, to to mailing out cards, going back to dropping somebody a message. I love that you said this. Like, You could send me a message with, and I want to go back to that creepy one about the Utah photo. You grab a family photo from my social media. You send it to me. And you say, I hope you had a great trip, blah, blah, blah. You say all this genuine stuff, but then you drop a, hey, don't forget, I do this, or I sell this, or in a referral. Like, I want to drive this home, like, because I believe I agree with you, like, stop doing this. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know if we can beat it home anymore, but, you know, what is what is your take on the consumer's perception? You called it uh, you called it poopaganda. You called it, you know, it's <laughs> the stuff that's going to go in the trash. It becomes disingenuine. Right. Uh, is there anything more to say about that? And And this is me just trying to really drive this point home. You know, appreciation marketing at its highest level we feel, what is
2: appreciation marketing? Really, when you boil it down, it's reaching out to appreciate, celebrate or congratulate somebody without expectation of getting something in return, you know, and, and as business owners and as people, what, what do we want? We want people to think of us right when. Yes, we want people to think of us, but we also want people to think of us about us with a smile and have a little bit of a warm and fuzzy around it. If it feels a little slimy, if it feels disingenuous, like those are the types of people that are going to get less business. They're going to earn less business. Um, and yes, they might because of all of what they do. You know, they like what you do, like I mentioned before, you can generate leads. But if you want to build a career in anything, you want to build relationships and you're also, there's, I know that gets thrown out a lot because people are like, what do you do? Oh, yeah, build relationships. What do I do? Every time I see him, I give him a big hug. Do I got to buy him dinner every quarter? Like, what do I need to do? No, it's, it's, there's things that you can do, um, that don't cost any money, you know, and just be different. Mm-hmm. Like everybody posts on Facebook and, and Hey, happy birthday or post a picture or something like that. Why don't you pick up the phone and call them? Yeah. They might not pick up, but leave them a voicemail. Let them hear your voice. Yeah. You can text them. You can do things off the send platforms. A, send, no a send a video message.
1: Send a video message is
2: huge. Absolutely. Yeah. And put their name in it. So it's yeah. not just a copy and paste. Yes.
1: Uh, God, I hate <laughs> when people do that. I hate when they create a canned man me- I, I can tell they send this out to everyone. God, I hate that. That's in alignment with yeah. opposite of what we teach, you yeah. know? and. Yeah. You no, know, I I understand
2: scalability. I understand like there's some automations. We have automations in AM cards, yeah. you know, and like before we even got on this, we talked about that. Yeah. There's some yeah. people that really despise of what I do, and we can talk about that too.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I think uh, you know, and I I guess I guess to to wrap that piece up, I mean, not everyone's going to agree, and 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 here's the, here's the deal is that w- what Curtis and I are saying, we're not telling you this as though it's the Bible, um, right? But but I think. I know I can speak for Curtis when I say that you're probably gonna when you lay your head on the pillow at night when 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 you succeed in business, you're you're gonna feel a lot better about it. Uh, and for me, Curtis, it was very simple. I was a very successful mortgage lender for many, many years, um and and still somewhat connected to the industry, but nothing like I was. And I looked at my career at one point and said, this isn't sustainable. And what I was referring to was the constant grind, the constant grovel, the constant kiss ass, and only being as good as my last deal. And I was like, there's got to be a more sustainable way to stay top of mind and be genuine and all those things. And I found that through video and social media. Um, but I, I think that's the bigger point here is understanding that Listen, if you like being a grinder, if you're kind of, and I hate to say it, but I don't, I don't hate to say it because I'm going to say it. If you like the used car salesman mentality and you just like pounding away and constantly doing that, you know what? Do you, Um, but I like my chances against you because if I go to the same consumer that you go to and I just hit them with gratitude and hit them with, you know, being genuine and I'm never asking for business. I think I steal that customer from the person who does it the other way.
2: Yeah, he's not going to turn that stranger into a friend. Yeah. Now, and I'm a big – like I don't mind – like when people that want want to go grind it and make the phone calls, call the physicals, call the expireds. Do it, you know, do ever do do what, what works or if, if it's working for somebody else and somebody's mentoring you and saying, this is what I did to build my business. I don't knock any of that stuff. What I'm saying is complement that yeah. with an appreciation marketing strategy, mm-hmm. because when you're bringing these people into your funnel, when you're bringing these people into your life and then you're adding value and then you stay in touch and follow up. I've had a lot of friends that have come to me that tried to sell me something and then maybe they didn't, they weren't successful right away. But it was the way that they kept showing up in my life that I gave them an opportunity later on. Yeah,
1: yeah you yeah. know,
2: and um, there's a lot, there's a lot to be said about that.
1: Yeah, I love it, and and you know, this goes back to honestly the the godfather of this group, Tristan. I mean, that one of the reasons why I was so drawn to Tristan is because of his kindness. Because it's always give, 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 and he never asks. And if anything, it, he and I, as business owners, have said like our biggest fault is that we don't sell. We just give and, and lucky for us opportunities come to us. But if there's one thing that we really need to improve on, it is asking for, there is an element of that, that is is necessary, but um, you know, maybe, maybe we're just the extreme in the sense that we're just givers and we just enjoy giving and, and we're confident that it will come back to us. You know what I mean? That's not necessarily the greatest business strategy for everyone. Um, And so let's get deeper into really what AM cards does and, and how it works. And I'd like to kind of hear about really where it began and then how it's evolved into what it is today. And then let's talk about some strategies that you see working.
2: Absolutely. And I'm going to touch on real quickly before we transition into that Um, of what you were saying, give, 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 give. I'm a big advocate yes, ask for the referral and do it at the right time. There's a time and a place to ask for it. So after you get done at that closing table and you you give them a hug and, you know, congratulate them, let that not be the last contact for months to come, you know, making sure that you're checking in on them from time to put it in your, your follow-up process 60 days later and do something. But with those things, that's the perfect opportunity to say, you know, my business is built primarily on referrals. And I have a huge favor to ask of you. you know, and that's the, when they're like, yeah, whatever you need, what is it? you know?" And that's where collect that review, that testimonial, ask them if they could please do a huge favor and, and click mm-hmm. this link and, and write, a, write a review. There's another, another one I, I would recommend is saying, hey, would it be okay if I gave you a call like once a quarter at the very least just in case you bump into anybody at church or at at work that's that's interested in buying or selling um that would mean the world to me. And then that way when you make that phone call it's not like hey how's Johnny doing in uh baseball how's Samantha doing in dance class like and then at the end switching it around and asking for you know referrals stuff. If you if you preface it like that you could have you could build a great business and they know that it's coming. Hey, just checking in. And that that has worked a lot for a lot of, like, I'm not a coach. I'm not a mentor for, I just put videos out and share some of those best practices and, and it works. And because how does it work? Because I know that people use it on me and it works. It works. Cause I, I flip it, the script around. So you mentioned like how kind of AM cards came to be. Yeah. And then what else would you like me to ask
1: or answer? Oh, uh, kind of how it, how it evolved. And then what oh. you what, uh, what, what we're doing today that you weren't maybe doing in the beginning.
2: Awesome. Yeah. So when we got started, I really wanted to make it simple because I know that it's it simplicity scales and it's got to be simple. I didn't want somebody to log in and have to spend 30 minutes to create a greeting card. If you want to put a quick picture on a card or choose a card, go ahead and do it. You can use your own signature and brand it coming from you and your brand instead of coming from us. So you can change any cards on the back of the card, put your own brand, your website, all that kind of stuff. So that's how we started. And then the fastest way for me to get in front of a lot of people, because I didn't have a marketing budget, I bootstrapped it, was I cold call real estate brokers. And I offered value of taking my book and coming up with some different ideas around building and strengthening and creating relationships for repeat and referral business. So I went into brokerages and then the back end, I had my service that I would sell. And so it was pretty simple. I was building it up, building it up, and then I ended up having to take a strategic job. I took a job for a reason and I built wonderful relationships and looking back it was probably the best thing that I probably did because I learned a lot in that time frame. And then I came back to AM cards and then we exploded it based off of that strategy. Yet when COVID hit, we were 99% of our business came from being on stages. And you saw me at the lab code agents, yep. you know, I had my seven, 10 minutes on stage and everybody mm. rushed to the table. I probably mm. signed up 80 people that day. Yep. And so it was awesome. Yep.
1: I think when you COVID gave away brownies. Hit, I think you gave away brownies actually.
2: Did I think I probably gave away a copy of my book, some brownies, and that always helps? I say, if you don't do it for the cards and you don't do it for the book, do it for the brownies. There you go. And so, anyway, um, that happened. And then when COVID hit, we had to pivot like a lot of businesses did we really started focusing on our api and so focusing on integrating with technology so we connected with salesforce hubspot zoho monday pipe drive so we can build am cards into workflows and then follow up boss tristan actually introduced me to to dan and um and dan said oh this is perfect opportunity it's right we're launching our apps and so we integrated with Fowl Boss and created. So when somebody changes the stage to closed, it automatically triggers a three to five year campaign. Happy home anniversary, happy birthday, um, checking in. So we can build out these um, touch points long after the sale. With some it's very highly personalized because it's own signatures and it's yeah. a nice message. We had dynamic merge fields so we can put in different things. And so all that was awesome. And then, um, you know, we grew and, uh, you know, tens of thousands of real estate agents on our platform, a lot of lenders, financial advisors, insurance agents. Why? Because in this space, they talk a lot about repeat referral business, taking care of your clients. Not all all of them do it. However, we're there in the conversation. And then um, when when COVID hit, we focused on that. But then also it was a great opportunity too, because it's not just real estate. We work at all types of businesses. And my business partner, Aladdin, has a couple of car dealerships that he's had for, and he's been in the car business for 20 years. And we felt there was a tremendous need to be able to bring there. So we spun off and created a, another brand underneath AM cards called dealercards.com dealer cards. And that is specifically for the automotive space. So when a yeah. finance manager marks a deal, it automatically triggers a long-term follow-up branding, the dealership and the GM or owner principal, not technically the salesperson because um, they're going to sp- a lot of more turnover in sales, yeah. of course. And yeah. so We do that. And that's been a a really great thing. And then now, you know, we have, I'm having talks with, you know, leadership that we've done national deals with Keller Williams and working on national deals with EXP and and a lot of other brokerages have come to us because especially in these times right now, things have shifted a little bit and people are going back to saying, Hey, you know, business came a little bit easier for several years and now we actually have to work at it.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, But I, but I have to just take a, take a complete steer. Did you say your business partner was Aladdin?
2: Yes, his that is actually And you
1: and you're based out of Orlando, the home of Disney. What what's the irony in that? Okay. That's uh is it does he like ride yeah. on a magic carpet to work? Is that come on? The
2: hilarious part is that's how he opens up every one of us. He's like, yes, I did fly in on my magic carpet. So he's on stage, one of the best stage guys. He's he's amazing on stage as far as speaking. And yeah, that's, he's that's he's
1: classic. incredible. That's classic. Yeah. What's, and, that's and go funny. figure. His sister name is Jasmine that actually oh, named. Oh, stop it. Come on, parents. What are you doing? I Love <laughs> it. I love it. Okay, cool. So let's talk about uh I love I love where this is going. I-, I love what you're doing. Uh let's get a little bit more specific. So let's let's talk about two different styles here. You mentioned all the APIs, the automation. Um You mentioned how when somebody sets all of this up, so here I am, individual, uh, a real estate agent with XYZ real estate company. It's built into my FUB or whatever platform I'm using, close the transaction, and I'm going to send out X number of cards over three to five years. Um, Is there set campaigns or do I get to choose the metrics or the dates when I send them out?
2: You get to choose everything so okay. um you get to customize it build it yourself we do have a professional services division that for a, a little bit more of a fee but really just covers the cost of all the designs and and our staff launching it but we can actually connect zapier if it's a zapier connection we can help somebody create that automation because let's face it, a lot of teams are very busy and they love to do this stuff they they have guilt around not doing it. And so for, you know, four or 500 bucks, you know, we could build it all out for them, integrate it and then create that hands-free solution. But yet we also have a membership for 39 bucks a month that comes with $40 of credits. It rolls over for a year. And so it's very, and it saves 50% off the cards. So the cards are like $1.57 plus a stamp, you know? Um, so that's what the current pricing is for doing. Uh, stamps are now 68 cents. So it's two twenty-five dollars a card. So very inexpensive way to, to put a card in the mail and we do all the work. Um, Now, when you mention the automations, yes, that is a big part. I love that opportunity. I mean, when I sign up a new member, I send three years of birthday cards, three years of, an- can you believe it's already been two years since you signed up with AM cards? And thank you so much for your business. We appreciate you, you know, scan this QR code for a free gift or something like that. And we're literally giving, here's a, a free download of our book. You know, here's this free training on referral secrets, something like that. Now, that's great. Now, when I'm doing my speaking and doing some keynotes and stuff, one of the things I say, if you could take one thing away from this uh, presentation, I would would recommend that you put together an appreciation marketing strategy. And here's where I want you to start. There's a lot of things you can do and you can get overwhelmed. But if you're going to break it down, and this is where I love the direction that you're taking on this podcast, because bringing it back to something like this, where they could say, oh, "Okay, that's the one thing I did. And that's the only thing I did. And I got tremendous results. Whether you use AM cards or not, whether you go to Walmart, Walgreens or use AM cards, you can do this. So here's what you're gonna do. First thing you're gonna do is time block appreciation marketing. And I took this from The One Thing by Gary Keller. I love that book. And he's like, make this your one thing that you do for, You know, I say, make it one thing that you do for 30 minutes a day, or 30 minutes a week. And everybody can carve out 30 minutes in a week. The problem is if you don't put something in that slot to actually do, it will get filled up from by something else, right? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So Surf, here's what you're doing. Surfing social over the next media, seven. probably.
2: Probably, exactly. Which <laughs> and um and I it, which is great. I think that one of the things that we say is like be remembered, not deleted. You know, um, you're remembered when you show up in a mailbox as, as long as you do it the right way. Emails get deleted, you know, um, you know, text messages get deleted. I think my text messages become into my new spam. <laughs> you know, I feel like politicians and all kinds of stuff is blowing me up. So going back to an appreciation marketing strategy, here's what I'd recommend that you do for the next seven days. When you see something on social media that's worthy of putting a card in the mail, screenshot it, add it to your notes. Email it to yourself and don't open it. And when a week, because in reality we'd say, "Oh, I'd love to send a card every day." Yeah. It's not going to happen. Like right. I, I this company, I would love to say I send a card every day. I do, but those are on automation. But my <laughs> my the one-off cards, the right. ones that, um, so I'll give you an example. Maybe somebody just ran a half marathon, or somebody ran a marathon. They raised a bunch of money. You saw them training for the last six months, and this is such a big event for them. They cross in the finish line. They have that fixture posted. That's not going on print. Good chance. And especially, so put it on a card and say congratulations and just keeping it that way. Somebody lose a loved one or their dog passes away. Send them a card, put the rainbow bridge poem on the inside. You know, there's all these different, somebody got promoted or sold their first house. Just, uh, you know, whatever it may be, look at these opportunities to congratulate, celebrate, or recognize And do those consistently week in and week out. You're gonna feel, you're gonna realize that thirty minutes might push to an hour, or you might have another thirty minute time block because what you're you're getting back in return is these phone calls. And when you're sending cards, cards lead to conversations, and conversations always lead to opportunities. Not Mm -hmm. every conversation leads to opportunities, but more conversations you have, the more opportunities that are going to come up, which generates is a direct relationship to how much business you're going to close. And so, I mean, we have a, a real estate agent in Michigan, for instance, that only sends birthday cards only sends birthday cards with our system. We've been doing it since 2019 and does upwards of seven to eight deals every year. And I asked her, what's your average commission? She said about 10,000. She's in a suburb of Detroit. And she says, on average, about 10,000. So I mean, you're telling me that you got $400,000 in GCI over the last last several years, just from sending birthday cards? She says, yep. And she goes, now I'm going to start adding on some other stuff because I see what you
1: guys are doing. And it makes Mm -hmm. sense. And yeah, and when you really think about it, I don't get birthday cards anymore yeah. in the mail like it i might have an aunt actually i did have an aunt she just passed away a few months ago and i would thought to myself like it's the end of me receiving mail because like that was the only you know and that was and now it's old school right she's in her 80s um yeah that's gosh you don't think about that it's so basic so simple but just be the agent that sends out a birthday card because we don't rec- guess what we do receive post cards with their latest listing, but what we don't receive is a damn birthday card. That's amazing. Yeah. And if you take it one step further
2: and like, let's say I met you and let's say we we're at an event and I met your five-year-old and, you know, gave her, gave her a high five or something like that. And like, now I've done this before. And then next thing, you know, I see you post on Facebook saying, Oh my God, six years, six years gone by too fast. Happy birthday, my little angel. Imagine if I took that picture and sent it to your daughter, and sent it from Cinderella, or sent it from Belle. You know, sent it to, you know, I've done this before, and sure. I signed it, love Cinderella, put the return address, you know, Walt Disney World, and stuff like that. You know, it comes from me. You know, it's coming from me, mean the world to her. I've done this. My my niece, when she turned six years old, she lost her first tooth, and I sent it from the Tooth Fairy. She brought it to school. And all the other kids were wondering why the Tooth Fairy didn't send them a card. It was a big smile of missing the tooth on the yeah. front, but the tooth fairy I put tooth fairy.com on the back of the card. And like those types of things. Like, yeah, it took a few extra minutes. Something they'll never forget. Yeah. And more importantly, the mother will never forget that.
1: That's for sure. Wow. Yeah. That's
2: it's just taking it a next level. It's it's deep.
0: And everybody's and, working on this
2: next information campaign, yeah. drip yeah. campaign. Let's conquer the world. When you bring it back to saying that one-to-one. And just, you don't have to do, so you, no matter how much you do, you always feel like I can do more. Yeah. However, just do it consistently, repeatedly. It will start growing your business. Sure. Big yeah.
1: time. So, all right, let me go back to some questions then, because, you know, yeah. I mentioned, you know, I mentioned the automation. Can you, can you, can you optimize or can you set it up your own way? Um, You mentioned that it's going to be, it's going to come from their signature. So they, you know, we would... Is it just a signature, or is it actually following handwriting, or what's the story with that? That's great. So what I've realized is probably about a third of the people I talk to really
2: despise their own handwriting, and that's one of the reasons why they don't even send cards. Yeah. And so they'll be honest about it. Um, the other two thirds, they don't. Some of them don't care that it's their own handwriting, and some of them really do. And I would say probably five percent say like I really love my handwriting and I want to use that.
1: Like so, we. Tristan, actually, Tristan people, has the most perfect handwriting. Model.
2: So here's what we can do. This is what's, well, thank you for sharing that. And because one of the things that you can do now, I, I implemented it a couple, because we actually had a car dealership and they were going to be a big client. And they said, I want my own handwriting. So I tasked my programmers and we actually have a form. Now you can fill it out and you fill it out five times. And the reason why you fill it out five times, all the numbers, all the you know characters and all the uppercase, lowercase. We scan it into the system, remove the background of course, but when you write a message and you write a I appreciate you. The P next to the other P on a keyboard with a certain font, the P is exactly the same. We have the ability to use like AI and every other character that says that P and P is slightly different. And the way that it's scanned in, it looks amazing. Like You really have to take a look and say, it is. It's their actual handwriting that we turn into a font. And then the signatures, you can write it on a piece of paper. Just take a piece of paper, write it, take a picture and upload it. We remove the background shadows just as if you were to sign that card. And it's a vector. So you can make it bigger, smaller, and it doesn't lose the integrity of that signature. Or if you want to do it faster, you can take your iPhone or iPad and sign your name with a stylus or sign your name. And it's instantly in the system. You get as many signatures as you want. So it could be Uncle Jeff. It could be Daddy.
1: It could be Jeff. Mm, it could it. be uh, you know. It could be all different types of you know signatures as well. If I accidentally send out a Daddy card to a female agent and that gets back to my wife, I'm dead. So just sorry. Yeah, I'm probably not yeah, going to yeah, use Daddy in the system. Don't choose the Big Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so that, that's good to know. Uh, what about you mentioned the uh, option? And actually, I, I remember this because I've had I I had a bunch of LOs that signed up for it, and I'm, I'm now I'm curious if they're still doing it. Uh, the forty dollars a month deal, where and you could just go in and and I remember because they were doing them one off to clients, you know, when they would get a yes. closing. So it was not it was nothing automated. It was just congratulations. And I think I remember they were going to social grabbing a picture, maybe even, I think maybe even sending the closing photo, they would take the picture, post it to social, then send it. You know what I mean? Um, to talk about that, talk about that, that option versus maybe other options that agents are using within AM cards.
2: Well, I mean, I love that one-off card and, you know, putting the, the $39 a month, like you said, the reason why we do a membership is because if you had to send one card at a time, the transaction fees, plus the, you know, mm-hmm. what the, what the, you know, credit card processing companies charge. So I, I, 50% off on the cards um, by having a membership, but we also bonus $40 of credits a month with $39. So it's like 17 or 18 cards. In essence, they can kind of send for free. Um, And those credits, they roll over for an entire year. So they roll over and not only can use it for cards, postage, you also can send gourmet fudge brownies, cookies, we have other gifts that you can send. That just comes out of
1: your, does that come out of your $40? Okay, got it. That's
2: right. I mean, we have customers spend thousands of dollars a month, obviously. Sure. you know, we had to keep low, so then that way, you know they have an appreciation marketing tool in their back pocket. Yeah. It's a little so barrier to entry it. to test That's it out. easy. And you know, we do actually you know my my team that helped set up this this interview, um we have a link that I'll send to you that will because online it's a hundred and ninety nine dollars system license. When I speak live on stages, part of the reason to help people get started that day is I waive the entire $195 to $99 system license. They could just start for $39. That's it. And there's no contracts. So I have a link that you know people can get Perfect. started. With. They'll waive the $199. They can have it for $39. No contracts. Send some cards.
1: Love it. Keep it. You know? We'll put it in the show notes. So if you're okay. watching the, or listening to this, uh, just go to the show notes, and we'll put it in the show notes. Um, Perfect. Now- for the agent who does it, who's still like the overachiever and writing writing handwritten notes, why should they switch from that? Like I, I think they probably are thinking to themselves, well, my way's better than doing something through a company. Explain to me why I might need to change the way I think.
2: You know, I love that. Thank you for asking that question because I think a lot of interviewers they'll shy away, even though they think they 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 think about it, but they don't sure. want to like ruffle my feathers or something. <laughs> my first th- my first thing I would say to them is don't ever stop. You're top one percent. If you're sending cards and handwriting cards, don't ever stop. Like that, that's an amazing thing that you're doing. They get saved, they get remembered, and it's powerful. Yeah. What I would say to them is look into AM cards to complement what you're currently doing because. There's things that you can do with pictures. Pictures are more emotional and they get saved. They get remembered, you know, Um, and there's a lot of opportunities I already shared on this podcast, some different opportunities. And I'm sure that whoever's listening, they get to this point, they say, oh, I can't do that with my current system. Or I forgot. I just forgot a stamp, you know, or you might have a thank you cards, but you don't have a sympathy card sitting over in this drawer. Well, go grab a sympathy card online and maybe put something in there and, and write a little message and get it in the mail because It's better than doing nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's a good, that's a good answer. You didn't, you didn't rebut it. You said, keep doing it. I love it. But I love what you also said, because that's what I was thinking to myself was the handwritten note is great, but just like anything, even if you have the, the, and I say this about uh, social strategies, even if you have the greatest videographer with the greatest editing features, if you do the same thing repetitively over and over and over again, it becomes white noise. So, although that card with your handwritten note is unique and special. It kind of becomes white noise over time, and you need to you need a pattern interrupt. This is what I teach on social strategies. It's like if you're always in your car recording the same, not the same message, but it's always the same background. It becomes white noise because people, that's ah, it's the same thing, and they don't even give it a chance. Yeah. You got a pattern interrupt, and I would say the same thing with cards, which is where I can go into social copy paste. I assume I'm just copy pasting, saving a picture from their profile, essentially uploading it into AM cards and bam, now I sent out something massively unique and very personal.
2: You know, and I, there's, it's also kind of fun too, because people post some funny, I I turn Car- like memes online and different funny gifts, I yeah. turn them into cards and it makes people laugh their ass off. You yeah. know, it's like they're posting that for a reason, get people's, you know, reaction. And then you send it to them in the mail and it's just, it's hilarious. Or I see something different that's in alignment with their views and I'll send it out as well or send birthday cards from their, uh, the politician that they hate and put it on the front of the card with a bubble out of their head and do something funny, you know, like they just, I wonder wonder
1: how many people took the Travis Kelsey meme uh, of him (laughs) jumping down his uh, coach's throat and put that on a card. I saw it all over social. I don't know if I'll see it on a card. (laughs) That would be funny. You know, Um, yeah, be careful with some of that stuff
2: obviously, but uh, you know, I think that it's all in alignment with being authentic and genuine of who you are. If this is
1: the kind of stuff that you do, I, you know, it's, when you say be careful, you mean like uh licensing, you know, or. Well, that
2: that's one. One, yeah, trademarks, licensing, stuff like that. You know, you do. And now I've sent cards, and it's not that I'm trying to sell it. Like, I can't take a Derek Jeter picture, put it on my system for you to sell to send to somebody else. That would be illegal because the Yankees or Derek Jeter owns that picture. And so, therefore, I'm not paying a royalty. So, that's in my terms and conditions state, like, hey, this is you. What you're sending out is on you, kind of thing. I'm um, not on us. However, if I put that in my system, that would be illegal. Now, I, have I sent greeting cards with Cinderella on the front and wish somebody a happy birthday, like my, my niece or something like that? Yes, I've done that before, but I'm not selling that image and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's the same as if I took it, I posted it online or something. So gotcha. there's some, um, yeah. But yeah, when I say be careful, I would say I wouldn't necessarily want to blanket. A meme that might offend people and send it out to my entire database. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, I, I'm talking might, maybe one-off be- kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, send send that to uh, send that to a 49ers fan just to really get under their skin. Maybe I don't know um (laughs) exactly got it okay cool i love it i love it man this is uh there's a lot of places we could go with this and i think this definitely probably inspired a lot of ideas inspired my own ideas because i wrote down some ideas even for what i should be doing for my business with this um so this has been great now you mentioned uh you know there's going to be a a promo code or a promo link where it's going to waive uh what is the fee that it's
2: waiving there's a 199 system license online that they purchase, it. and it comes with the first month of membership. What we'll do is we'll waive the 199. Well, it will just start for 39. Just if they're right. and you get 40 bucks awesome. in credits to start sending. So,
1: awesome. Okay. And, and then and, and then that membership. Uh, explain the membership now. So it's it's 40 bucks a month, 39 bucks a month. Is that how it works? Yep. And then every
2: month that you're a member, we bonus you 40 dollars in credits. And those bonus credits are good for twelve months. We use the oldest credits first.
1: So you're gaining so you're gaining forty credits every month. Did I? Is that's that like right.
2: Pay thirty nine, you get forty. If you don't send anything for ten months, you're sitting at four hundred bucks, and now you got your holiday cards.
1: There you, you go. Know, you yeah. can send all
2: your holiday cards out with one. We've yeah. had a lot of people that dump all their credits in Christmas time or something.
1: Yeah, they get busy or whatever. Yeah, this it's yeah. almost like something that you have to build in a cadence of some sort around, uh, and that's where automation obviously comes into play. But but I, but I agree with you. I agree. I don't love automation at its core, but automation in a sense where you're using automation to send authentic messages, birthday, anniversary, home anniversary, kids, birthdays, dog birthdays, whatever. Right. That's different. Um, And I, and I love, I love how you do that. And I'd love the integrations. Um, If somebody wants to learn more, you know, if they're, if they're curious, like uh, I'm with Keller Williams or I'm with uh, EXP and and I want to know more about this. Uh, What do you suggest they do? Uh, How do they, how do they find out more? The best thing to do,
2: you can go to amcards.com and you can sign up for free. So like, yes, we can wait the 199 and then get started. If you heard enough and want to get started. And however, if they say, you know, I would like to just kind of poke around and see what AM cards is all about. Sign up for free and then send your first card. I put enough credits in the account to send your first card anywhere in the United States for free, put pictures on it, you know, play around, upload your contacts. You can put a CSV file. So you can put a CSV file and, and, send a card to entire group or send a campaign to a group. So, you know, I think that would be the best thing I like for people to poke around and then you'll most likely get contacted by somebody from our team that says, Hey, would you like to hop on and learn more one-on-one or a a one-to-many live trading? We do those weekly. Um, so they can ask questions and get into the system.
1: Perfect. Awesome. And then
2: for the people that are elevated, people that are at the next level that says, you know, I just absolutely love this. I've been thinking about this for years. Or I, I'm very inconsistent with doing this stuff. Then I would recommend our pro package. It's four or 500 bucks. And then we build it out and work one-on-one to help launch it, which yeah. is valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can imagine.
1: And if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do so?
2: Um, I have Curtis at amcards.com is my direct email address. If you have anything that you want to reach out, um, You know, there's a follow on social media if you'd like. Um, That's one thing that I'm doing a better job of. I've kind of been behind the scenes and working on the business so much, um, in the business so much. Now it's kind of, I've made some key hires recently that's going to allow me to be out there a little bit more because it's having that, that obviously that social media presence is so powerful, like you talk about, and we need to do more of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's well, it's the only, it's most omnipresence you can gain in this, in the world. Uh, but it's not the only presence you should have, and I and I wholeheartedly agree that having a mailbox presence is one one of the most important ones. Um, so Curtis, dude, this is awesome. I love having this conversation. I wish we had more time. I could keep going, um, but uh, that's all we got for today. Uh, I think yeah. this is definitely some inspiration for a lot of people, and uh, you should definitely get over to amcards.com and again check out the uh, check out the, uh, the the promo link. And, um, in the show notes and, uh, let's go, let's go mail out some cards in 2024. How
2: about that? I appreciate you, Jeff. Thank you so much for the opportunity
0: today. Today's podcast is brought to you by Power ISA, the industry experts in real estate ISAs. Get more appointments. Make sure your follow-up gets done on time and you get the most out of your leads. Get a great ISA for real estate on your team and watch the results roll in. Power ISA has served over 1,200 agents in the U.S. and Canada since 2015 and it's the one-stop shop for everything you need to get a great inside sales agent on your team. Whether it's setting appointments with your internet leads or making outbound prospecting calls to help you get more listings, Power ISA can get it done for you. Visit PowerISA.com forward slash LCA to get started. That's powerisa.com forward slash LCA.